Hello, everyone. Welcome back to part two of our series on the case of Yankee Polka. Yankee Polka, also known as Arthur on FS Twitter, we found out is 2 and one UKR jump from Jim Twitter, who had been tormenting the gym internet for years. Uh, he had a YouTube channel where he would post really great videos, HD 90s and 2000s gymnastic videos, had a very devoted blog to Ukrainian gymnastics, in general, had a very strange fixation on Ukraine. So in our last episode, we talked about Yankee Polka's background uh, as Ian, 211 UKR jump, and his predatory behavior, his racism, his just creepiness, and he how he was a freak, how he was a freak even after he tormented figure skating Twitter. And towards the end of the episode, we also talked about how the fact that he pretended to be a Novi figure skater had a lot to do with his authority and had a, gave him power. It put him on this pedestal in group chats and around people who maybe felt excluded and they were an easy target for him. Mm -hmm. In this episode, we're gonna be talking about Yankee Polka's conflicts and his rise on figure skating Twitter. In our next episode, we're gonna talk about his downfall, but in this episode, and if, if we can fit it in this episode, we will talk about that downfall. But for now, we're gonna just talk about his rise and yeah. what he did to us and what he did to other people on figure skating Twitter. So Cece, I'll pass the mic over to you. Yeah. So um, I wanted to ask you, Nini, like, do you, like, do you remember when the first time you like ever realized that like this Twitter user, like was a person on the internet? So Ruth uh, at Kageyamas on Twitter discovered that this person's name was Ian uh no 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 no. like like, like, I mean like when like Yankee Polka first followed you and started like replying to your tweets right so Yankee Polka dm me actually oh yes okay let's talk about it the fall of 2021 and he messaged me and at that point he was a reply guy to me he was replying to all of my friends tweets and he was replying to my tweets and yeah, he was kind of annoying, but I never thought he was a bad person. I actually thought he was very knowledgeable about I stands. And he DM me and was like, hey, can I add you to a group chat? And I was like, sure, why not? I didn't know anything about this kid. I only thing I knew about him is that he was very knowledgeable about I stands, albeit very annoying. But I wasn't ever planning on engaging in this group chat. Um, and I didn't necessarily want to be in it, but I was like, whatever. So he added me to it and I was only in it for, you know, very short period of time before I actually got kicked out. There was another girl, um, in CC and I's, you know, friend circle who was also in this group chat. We never said anything outside of maybe a few times. And the few times that I did talk, um, I noticed that Yankee Polka had this sort of like he seemed to put me on a pedestal as well as other people who I was friends with, like VM Stage Mom, <laughs> which will become a very interesting point of topic because fast forward to a few months later, he had this sort of vitriol and hatred for us. And his old friends will tell you he was obsessed with us. And yeah, it was very scary. But in any case, uh, you know, 
when I was in that group chat, he didn't, I don't believe he said anything particularly alarming. He was just kind of annoying. And I thought the way that he propped me up on this pedestal and was sort of like, just weird about me and others in my friend group. Like it, it seemed that he wanted to be in with my friends. And the thing is, is I, fast forward to months later, he did perceive me and my friends as sort of this click. And the thing that I want everyone to know is that me and my friends have been friends for like years. Like since I was in high school and like, I am very much not in high school anymore. So I have known them for so, 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 so long. And we, you know, we're, we're not just gonna like add people who just joined FS Twitter into our group chat because it's not like one of those group chats where like, we're, you know, we're going to add everyone. We, this is like a group chat where we have been friends for years and we feel very comfortable with each other. And I think that this is important for everyone to know that like, it can go very wrong if you add someone to a group chat and you don't really know enough about them because what Yankee Polka did can happen to you. Like if, you know, like I got very lucky because these people ended up being very, very good people, but it could have gone you know, extremely wrong. And I could have been targeted by someone like Yankee Polka. And if Yankee Polka was part of my group chat, I, I don't know what would have happened. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cece, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah. So I like first, as Mimi said, he was kind of a reply guy. He would reply to my tweets a lot. A lot of our friends tweets. Um, he followed me. I didn't really follow him back. Like I don't really make a habit of following a lot of people on Twitter. Um, it's just, you know, the way I like to do social media for myself Um, He would follow me and, you know, he would like follow me again to try to get me to follow back. And he would do that to a lot of our friends, actually. He would follow them and then he would unfollow and follow them again to try to trick them into like creating a mutual. Um, Reply to all of our tweets. You know, I definitely did think I interacted a couple times. And then in in November and December of 2021, I actually ended up following him back um, because I was like, oh, you know, this guy like is kind of knowledgeable about ice dance, you know, he seems like pretty active, like maybe I should follow him. Um, I actually ended up muting him in December, like about a couple weeks after and actually unfollowed him during the Olympics. Um, like, I think it was during the men's event um, because his behavior, like his content was like super weird. Um, he really started like being very vitriolic about um, like, user's performance at the Olympics, and it was just very, like, weird, like, just weird behavior, um, and that's, like, kind of what we'll pick up later, but to go back to your point about the group chat, like, I really wanted to dispel this notion that, like, we're, like, a clique. Um, the group of us, you know, we were pretty much the only people that watched Ice Dance in 2019, like, no one else watched Ice Dance, like, we were the only people that actually, like, liked this stuff and consumed it and also most of us were also like vmes we were all vm stands in 2018 most of us got into figure skating through vm so that also connects us through all of that as we kind of went through kind of the craziness of vm in 2018 you know jackie gate all that stuff got on twitter together really bonded us um we weren't you know selected there was an audition process one of our old friends just added us all to a group chat and um you know, like 
there's we're just friends because of that it was like a random coincidence that that all happened um we were really lucky that there's a lot of like nice people who want the best for us and you know a lot of us have become friends in real life because of it um so and so and i know that sometimes like you want that out of the internet but sometimes the people that you befriend aren't good people and that kind of like ruins the internet for you sometimes and i know it, it sucks um so like that's kind of like i want to write context in that as well and i think from my perspective i think kiki pola poka was very jealous of the friendship we had with our friends um he asked to join our group chat and Mimi actually messaged and was like hi like can this person join the group chat and a friend of mine was like absolutely not because he was kind of annoying in the replies and I was like I'm I'm the like quote-unquote moderator because I have like the moderator status in the group chat and I was like no and I'm actually really happy that we did that because I don't know what would have happened if he was in the group chat um it would have been very crazy and maybe even more deranged than normal so yeah but we want to talk about kind of how he got his rise on twitter and i kind of alluded to this before but um i you know looking at this very analytically and looking through his tweets and his friends tweets um i have kind of i have come to the conclusion that he really gained power and momentum through capitalizing off of the dislike other people had of certain figures and skaters. Um, so a lot of, and he essentially made him, aligned himself with the most popular contingents. He was very into the Terry girls. He, you know, was very anti-Nathan, anti-Nathan, um, anti and then anti, like, Gabby and Guillaume, Meryl and Charlie, which is like, essentially like your a Terry girl stands, your fan use and your VM use, which I would say are probably the biggest circles of figure skating Twitter that overlap the most. Yeah. Um, and he would do this with tweets like, um, sorry, I have to pull this all up, but um, he would say this like with tweets to, um, Sorry, this is like not working. Guys, Twitter is letting very, very slowly. Oh, I just wanna, I wanna bring this back, but his, um, his Google Translate, where he would Google Translate like Ukrainian tweets and respond to them, Google Translated Ukrainian. I find that absolutely, absolutely horrible or funny, but also horrible. Um, yeah, he also really disliked um, Pavel and Donahue, and he really yes. liked Sinitina and Kotsalafa for a period of time until uh, the Russian invasion of Ukraine happened. And it, I would like to say that, you know, he did capitalize off of other people's dislike of skaters, but he also capitalized off of the fact that other people were abuse enablers and he was very insistent that just because a person is a bad person doesn't mean that they're a bad figure skater, which is which is definitely fair. But the issue here with Sinitsyna and Kotsalapov is that he pretended to be a skater at Novi. If you were a skater at Novi, you would absolutely know about the police report filed against Nikita Kotsalapov when he assaulted, physically assaulted Vika 
um, mm-hmm. in the Canton rink. You would absolutely well, know about it. Also, um, Nikita's relationship with Elena when Marina would not take them on because of how Nikita treated Elena. Um, so this is a this is a tweet from December of 2021, and this is someone quote treating Yankee Poca when he is talking about how bad PC are, and they are saying. Um, this other user is saying PCs are insufferable. Maybe if they could spot the huge space that PC leaves in between themselves while they skate, they're leaving room for Jesus. Also, PC's Midnight Blues, a whole mess. Nikita's Midnight Blues pattern has been the best by far throughout the season, and it's actually good. I, ha- I guess y'all hate good skating and love weak skating skills. So this is in December. So this is kind of setting the stage for a lot of the... Um, behavior when they would assault like Nathan stands and PC stands and especially um, and they would like search these things up like and find like smaller accounts and would search up these keywords um, which I think is also shows a very like distinct and like pre-planned behavior. Um, some of this other stuff is more in April of 20. 22. And this is um, another user who is interacting with Yankee Polka. And this is about Nathan Chen this time. And it's like some quote treats of some pictures from some small accounts. And it says, you know, did we watch the same performance just to, you know, generate that controversy and vitriol? Um, he would like, and this is a, from a thread from Ariana kind of talking about this. And I think this is quite, um, you know, well thought out. And he says, she say he spent months on this app, quote, treating random ass Nathan Sands who were just doing anything. It was so weird. And people seemed to let it happen, even though everyone knew he was a freak. Just so, so strange. Like who modulates their Twitter behavior to appeal to people they want to manipulate into friendship like this? It's so bizarre. And these are some actual tweets of his. This is from January of 2022. Yufan, you better remember this. I have been taking shit from Nathan Chen Sands all fucking day just for you guys. Um, this is from January 27th. Fan, you better thank me beforehand because I'm gonna get tongue lashed by Chen Sands for the next two days. Um, this is from April 7th. It says, Fan, don't worry, I got you. These natty ice stands are so delusional. And then this is from April 15th. Fanny's are smart for, are so smart for real. They like a skater with goat skating skills and gorgeous technique and content. Meanwhile, the Nathan Chen bots are so insane. This is also from April 7th. Um, This is quote treating a tweet about how Nathan took, uh, the Twitter users appreciating how Nathan's carriage and how he took ballet for years. And Nikki Poka is quote treating and saying, when will people learn that taking ballet as a child does not mean it carries over? Uh, plus his posture is horrible. If he had proper posture, he wouldn't have weak edge quality and his turns would be better because he wouldn't be hunched over. Chenbot's truly delusional anyways. Can't wait for Chenbot's to show up in my mentions blasting me. Meanwhile, I'm an ice dancer. So <laughs> yeah. So this is just, uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna keep, I have a lot of, tweets of this. So we're going to keep going through this and kind of give like this was a concentrated effort to get attention 
yeah and get popularity because there's like you know there's a, a lot of people love Yuzuru skating and are huge fans of him and like because he's such a great skater and when you see someone dunk it on the skater who you know you don't like like you're gonna be like yeah like stick stick it to him like stick it yeah. to the man um um he you know terry is very much disliked all over twitter and he started a rumor that a terry was apparently pregnant there's absolutely no evidence for this rumor but he did start it and he said some pretty disgustingly misogynistic things about her about how she's menopause like how how you frame menopause as this inherently bad thing, talked about how her, her eggs are dried up and just spoke about her in a very disgusting way. Cece, I don't know if you have that tweet, but- Oh, oh, we do. We will be yeah. getting that into the disturbing behavior section. Yeah. We have it, we have it marked and bookmarked. Yeah. On there. Um, this is about, this is actually quite funny. Um, I don't, I believe this is from March 15th, 2022. This is comparing um, Gabby and Guillaume and um, Nikitin and Sasha, and I forget her last name, um, the Ukrainian ice dance team. Um, and this is comparing them at the Olympics. And it says, let me giggle real quick. And the fact that Nikitin isn't even bending his knee all the way and it's just not the same skater, he just makes me giggle. I also want to note something. Gabby has bad posture and her coop is incorrect while Sasha has her shoulder squared and hold with a proper coop. Bye. Um, he would, you know, this is just evidence. He just really did not like Gabby and Guillaume, did not like um, Nathan, did not like Maddie and Zach. This is um, from a friend of his, a tweet that he retweeted. And it's, um, he all really did not like Marjo and Zachary as well as Maddie and Zachary. I think I combined the names there, but this is comparing um, again, NN to Marjo and Zach. And his tweet says, dear Marge, this is what a proper coop looks like. Not whatever the hell you're doing. And one of his friends quote tweeted this, he retweeted it. It says, my issue here is not as much the coop, but Zach's edge, which is supposed to be inside. Um, some more stuff about, you know, all of this. This is from May 26, 2022. And it says, PCs and Nathan Chen stands make it so easy for me to bully them because they are so stupid. He's um, a very vile and mean person. Extremely disgustingly vile. And I will say that when I, a few years ago, I had much stronger opinions than I do now, because now that, and I think maybe Cece can relate to this, like, we have lives, like, we, you know, go to school, we, we work, and we are not always so occupied with figure skating Twitter, Twitter, which may contribute to having less strong opinions, but I remember a few years ago, I had such strong opinions, but and so did my friends, but I don't ever think that they were as disgustingly vile. Like, mm. and it blows my mind that someone so young can be so disgusting and abusive yeah. on Twitter about people he does not even know. And we'll, we'll talk about this later, but 
not only was he disgustingly abusive to people he didn't know, he was also disgustingly abusive to the people he did know, his own friends and also people who he wasn't friends with. And me and Cece experienced this harassment. So he did rise to power with uh, capitalizing on the fact that he could get hit tweets off of his, you know, quote unquote, technical knowledge, right? Yeah. And he had a few punching bags with skaters that he really, really didn't like, which Cece talked about. And then- I have some, I have some more though. We have, we have a lot okay. more to talk about to okay. get through. Oh my gosh, because- Really? Okay. Cece, tell us more about- Oh my gosh, of course. The other um, this is from uh, February 13th, 2022. And this is someone talking about how the gays defeated Alexander Zhulin at the Olympics, um, obviously. Um, and someone is quote, and he is quote treating that and says, IDK, how you consistently have the worst takes ever. Every month we go through this, this person is like, I just really hate um, Nikita and Zhulin because they're bad people. Valid, Nikita and Zhulin are really bad people. Um, Yankee Poker replies, have you ever heard about PC abuse apologists? Double standard right here, I see. This is applying to the fact that Gabby and Guillaume are still pretty close friends with Vanessa, who obviously skated with Eric and was not super condemning of Morgan when he was had a warrant out for his arrest for sending a 13-year-old nudes. Um, and this person is saying that I'm not defending PC, but in my opinion, there's a difference between punching your skating par skating partner slash girlfriend in the face um, and being casual friends with a teammate who covered for her abusive partner. Both are wrong, but rooting for an abuser because you hate abuse apologists is hypocritical. Um, and one of his friends replies, so that's where you draw the line, a third party rumor that has never been confirmed versus actual facts. And that rumor is referring to the fact that uh, Nikita is abusive to Victoria, which, as we know, um, there is a pattern of behavior with Nikita. He had the same behavior to Elena when they were skating partners and also romantically involved. Um, notoriously, they were not, um, Marina did not allow them to be part of her camp because of how he treated her. Um, and there was a police report filed in Novi about um, Nikita's, you know, the way that he interacted with uh, Victoria and abused her. And then Yuki Polka is saying again, the alleged victim, Victoria in this situation, hasn't said anything, so I guess you want to die on the hill of defending pedophiles. Yeah, I find it terrifying that in 2022, he had the audacity to say that, that a victim of abuse, just because she didn't explicitly speak out about her partner's abuse, somehow means that oh, we shouldn't believe the, the not only rumors, but the fact that there was an actual police report filed against him. And figure skating is a very, very small community. Mm -hmm. And we do not have super huge figure skating journalists. That is the thing. So the thing is, is that we sort of have to rely on rumors to keep each other accountable and also keep skaters accountable. So yeah, I just find it terrifying that in 2022, he, he has the audacity to say stuff like that. Vika absolutely does not have to say anything about that. And she's also engaged to him. She, yeah. We do not know her personally. And we can never fault victims of abuse for not publicly speaking out about 
her abuser, especially one she's romantically involved in, also take into consideration that she also lives in a different society and culture than we do. And even in the culture and society that we live in here in the United States, abused victims very rarely are believed. Mm-hmm. And we'll go into this later, but Yankee Polka also had bizarre and extremely disgusting views on abused women. Um, and women in general, if we're yeah, being quite honest. In general. And we'll go on to the Amber Heard involvement of this all, but sorry i'm like very like angry about this no i'm i'm i agree no it's absolutely absurd um disgusting and now that you're reading this to me like like wow and yes he for me like obviously he was always annoying with the whole like dunking on skaters who we didn't like but the terry mcprego thing and the that was in january of this year that was in january and also the tweets about nikita and julian oh we will get to that like like this right now is focusing on like his behavior towards other skaters we're gonna get into the um maddie zach vikita um situation that was during the olympics we'll we'll get to that um but i just want to end with again you know he's trying to appeal to this group that dislikes nathan which are fanyu's Bonnie's also recently in the last couple of months have developed a dislike towards Ilya because Ilya is, um, you know, a very promising junior. He wants to do the quad axle. And there's a lot of discussions about, you know, Ilya is taking you through his legacy, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, very hostile environment for Ilya. And um, Yankee Poco was in a lot of ways in addition to that. And I think kind of created it in my opinion, maybe not created it, but was definitely a main pillar of it. Um, I'm going to read a tweet. This is from uh, May 13th, 2022. And it's, okay, Ilya can do a a quad axle, but what if he learns how to do a rocker, counter, and bracket on edge instead of doing it on a flat? And then he he does a quote tweet of it and he says, put this comment on Reddit. Let's see how this goes, LMAO. I just rolled my eyes when CP read that tweet. Like, like, he is so annoying. Like, so, un- how do you read that tweet and just not roll your damn eyes? And these tweets would get like hundreds of likes, hundreds of retweets. Yeah, I'm gonna go into some more. So these are some, these are some more um, just comments from his and his friends. And I'm gonna reiterate that like a lot of, like we have found out that like he kind of enforced like what was said. So we're kind of using this as like general, um, like general like opinions. This is, they got really upset that, you know, Ilya thinks he should have gone to the Olympics. A lot of people got upset about that. Um, you know, they think that it's bad because, you know, if you're someone that goes to the Olympics and you see a 17 year old saying he should have gone that, you know, would make an athlete feel bad um that it was a crime that Ilya should have said he went to the Olympics uh that was said on sorry I'm just writing the date um uh on 26th of March 2022 that it was a crime. He would go on about how, you know, Ilya was stealing Yuzuru's legacy by doing a quad axle, by winning junior worlds, 
by having scores that he felt were, you know, very unfairly deserved and that Ilya should have maybe not won Junior Worlds, um, which I mean, frankly, I think is absurd. Like Junior Worlds for the men was a disaster. I think Ilya was the class of the competition because he like actually landed his jumps. Um, you know, junior men and junior men, but like that's my person is beyond the point. But yeah, so Ilya was also one of his like quote unquote victims. So I hope that, you know, kind of by reading the, these tweets and, you know, talking about this behavior, you guys can kind of realize how he really did have targeted harassment towards specific um, fans of people. Um, he would reply to a friend of ours um, to their tweets and would like, about their PC tweets, would call them a weirdo, would call them a cunt, would call them an asshole for talking about PC. Um, so like he very, and these were on both his official Yankee Polka account and also his various identities of Liam, um, of, you know, other accounts that we, you know, suspect might be him, but we're not really sure. And his burners would also be doing the same behavior as well. So in conclusion, he really did do target harassment about and to fans of certain skaters in the hope of, you know, gaining some sort of like following and credibility. And he based a lot of this in the fact that he was either a figure skating judge, had a lot of fans like that, sorry, had a lot of friends that were figure skating judges or commentators or, you know, his technical knowledge and his the fact that he was a figure skater because he had various identities that would do this behavior. So he had a lot of different pools of credibility to pull from. But in reality, it was all lies. Like, it was all lies. Um, a tweet from Liam is, you know, me and my figure skating friends talk about how Yuzuru is the only one that has um, textbook perfect technique on all um, six jumps. And people ate that shit up. Like, it it up tweets about how you know ukrainian commentators are so mean to nathan you guys should hear it um and i didn't add this but he also had a tweet about marjo and zach um i'm trying to find it oh here we go this was on, um, this was kind of revealed on the 16th of July, someone like kind of reposted the tweet. So I don't know when the actual tweet was tweeted out, but it's um, quote treating someone who is an LL stan. And um, the person is saying like, you know, love LL, blah, 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 blah. He's quote treating, I would rather climb into a hole rot than die. Ain't nobody with horrible posture and edge quality, both Zach and mediocre content and packaging. Please, I'm begging for the love of God and all that's good. Please no. Like that's absolutely insane, unhinged behavior. He also quote retweeted and also harassed um, Lena uh, because she was a smart and Diaz stan. I don't even know if she was like a big fan of them. She just liked their programs. And he I mean, passed the crap out of her. Just a very bizarre thing to be that upset about, especially given the fact that the two Spanish teams are not top teams in general. And I mean, I'm really a big fan of Sarah Hurtado. And I also think that Olivia Smart is a very beautiful person. And just bizarre like he will just quote tweet 
absolutely inoffensive people and tweets just for like likes and i i have a feeling that he's like sending these tweets to his friends and making them like retweet them because they are so like absurd and bizarre like over over like i don't know yeah i don't know so kind of that's like one chapter of his behavior so he's amassed this following in the last six months because he has harnessed the power of essentially hate to kind of get a lot of followers. Um, he kind of had about 1000 followers during the Olympics um, that quickly dropped as you will see, but you know, kind of like I stance Stan who's been like been around for some period of time. Like I would say that's like kind of the average amount of followers for someone who's like extremely active, been around for a long period of time. Um, Okay, so now we're gonna go to the Olympics. So during the I, the short dance of the team event um, in the warm up for the final group, um, Maddie and Zach ran into uh, the, uh, the I hate calling them Nikita, Victoria and Nikita, and um, Zach kind of like grazed like Vika's ass kind of a little bit when he was trying to stop himself. Um, this immediately became a topic of discussion. Um, Nini, if you wanna kind of flush this out a little bit more. Yeah, and Yankee Polka or Ian basically used the fact that he really disliked Hubble and Donahue and used the fact that he was a really big fan of Nikita and Vika to paint Zach Donahue as this offender and predator despite things being okay between Nikita, Vika, Zach, and... Uh, and uh, Maddie. And I remember just being so disgusted by this because this is a person, Ian, who repeatedly had supported someone with an actual police report written up about him, supported Alexander Julin, who physically assaulted his uh, skating partners and uh, wife on multiple occasions, hitting them, bashing them, and this is not just like conjecture like this mm -hmm. is this is something Julian is not a good person he you know and and Ian has been supporting these people for for a long period of time and Ian also kicked someone out of his friend group for supporting Amber Heard then proceeded to tweet a bunch we'll of get to, we'll get to that later it's yeah but I'm just but I'm just oh, yeah to add on to the fact that he is very much an abuse apologist and has very disgusting, uh, you know, just disgusting views about abuse, which is scary to think about because he has also been, you know, he has also harassed people on gym Twitter and sent them ex sexually explicit things, asking them for nudes. Uh, he, he's not a good person. And, and his whole friend group uh, sort of dogpiled anyone who would not believe that Zach was a terrible, terrible human being for that accident that happened on ice. And I just, he, I truly could not take him seriously because I knew he was full of shit and I knew he was a bad person. And I knew he talked about women in such disgusting ways. And suddenly now he's worried about women. Now he's worried about women. So yeah, I mean, that's all I have to say about this. It was disgusting yeah. and also quite frankly.
frankly, this character because it was disgusting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in that, um, in that event, people like, I'm going to, I'm going to read some tweets um, from his friends that he retweeted and interacted with and kind of his own statements. Um, so this is from uh, the day itself, February 4th. This is someone, the fact that people are laughing at SK and HD almost colliding is so wrong. Even more so when you're dismissing what Zach did during the near collision, it was gross. HD saw SK and didn't move. Zach should have kept his hands to himself. It almost looked intentional, not gonna lie, which is even more disgusting. Wanting to intentionally injure a teammate? Yeah, no, that's not right. IDK, Zach kind of acted like it was nothing. Like, no, it could have been a lot more serious. Nikita wasn't wrong with how he reacted. Both him and Vika could have been seriously injured HD as well. And I want to add some more context. Like he kind of latched on to Bikita as like his, you know, like ice dance team because he didn't like PC because um, the Emmys didn't like PC either. And also at this point in time, I think a lot of us were like, excuse me, <coughs> we're like, you know, PC are annoying, their programs kind of suck. Like if Bikita win the medal, we won't be mad because they actually are pretty good skiers. Um, I don't think any of us felt like super seriously about who was gonna win the ice dance medal, if I'm being quite honest, like it was like, whatever. Um, this is another tweet from his friends that he also interacted with. Um, this is a quote tweet of FS Gossips talking about the incident um, with Hubble and Donahue. And this is saying, this made me so angry. You can see Maddie and Zach both looking at Bikita and deliberately not moving. You know, how, how could they get away with that? And this is from a friend of ours kind of like reflecting on the whole situation and saying that Zach sexually assaulted Bikita because his hand accidentally brushed against his butt, her butt during Olympic practice when they were zooming around the ice. Um, like he, during this period of time, he and his friends were like, you know, Zach needs to be disqualified for this. Like he sexually assaulted Victoria, which is honestly like, and I felt pretty strong about this, but in a sport where, you know, sexual abuse is pretty common, um, you know, Bikita herself is a sorry, Victoria, not Bikita. Victoria herself is a victim of this. I feel like someone's hand brushing your butt when they almost run into you is like not really something to get like very worked up over like you know obviously all sexual abuse is bad but you know in figure skating like I think we can devote our energy to better things and talking about better things um like he really just wanted to die on that hill of Zach being an abuser he was an abuser he touched Victoria's butt very weird behavior um we move on to past that incident which kind of the big initial incident um, is the Midnight Blues and other musings uh, post-Beijing podcast episode. So um, me and Nini on the weekend, last weekend of February, I think, Nini came up to my house and we recorded kind of a recap of the pairs um, and kind of like about figure skating in general. Um, I had a lot of, you know, assignments due that week, so I didn't end up editing it until about Wednesday or so. Um, that was also the night that um, Russia decided to invade Eastern Ukraine. Um, so we elected not to post it until um, a couple days after. And once, and then we posted it, it happened. 
a couple days after we started getting a lot of feedback about when we posted it. Um, and Nini, if you want to talk about this um, and just kind of talk about the initial, you know, comments and replies that we got about doing this. So I want to provide some background. Um, I'd say Cece and I are very like interested and we like, I, I think we're like pretty well read in terms of what's I would say we're extremely well read. Yeah, I would not. I'm going to be very egotistical about this. Like, I think we know what's going on in the world yeah. and have opinions about it. Yeah. So I also studied abroad in Czechoslovakia. <laughs> I was about to say Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia. <laughs> I mean, the Czech Republic. Very <laughs> Russian of you to say, like, to give it as a Soviet Republic. Apologies, Czech Republic. Uh, Slovakia is its own independent country. And uh, I, I, I definitely learned a lot about Eastern and Western European uh, politics and history. Uh, and yeah, immediately when the invasion invasion and war happened, um, I, you know, followed a bunch of Ukrainian journalists and I wanted to, and CC too, wanted to do our part in supporting Ukrainian independent journalism and also people who are in Ukraine. I will say though, what people do on social media at the end of the day is, you know, like people not posting about a certain thing, getting mad at them for it, it is extremely, it shows that you're being more performative than the actual person not posting about it. And the issue at hand was that we were accused of not caring about the war. Mm -hmm. when a simple look at our Twitters would would tell you that was absolutely not true. And I'm not saying you needed to like be posting about Ukraine all the damn time or you need to be worried about every single issue going on around the world, but they did lie. They could have just easily looked at our Twitters and um, Yankee Polka's friends claimed that because we had a platform, we should have issued a statement. We are two college students who work we, Cece could not edit a podcast because she was busy with school that should tell you about our workloads and the fact that we are, this is, we do this for free. We do this podcast for free. We do this because we enjoy figure skating. We also believe that it is important to speak up about certain issues like abuse in sport, which we have, both of us feel very passionate about that. But mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we are not a massive publication or, or big podcast. We are, at the end of the day, two college students who yeah. made this podcast for the love of the sport. And I cannot speak for Cece, but I felt harassed. I felt incredibly uncomfortable with the way that Yankee Polka's friends were dogpiling among us. And first of all, I, I thought it was bullshit because Cece and I are not idiots. We do. We would never do that to someone. We would never dogpile uh, someone's someone's livelihood and podcast, uh, which I would say is largely an inoffensive podcast. And it 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 really just it it seemed to stem out of jealousy. And yeah, it was it, absurd. Yeah, it, it, and I never for one second did I take it seriously in the sense that like I actually thought that they I needed to issue an apology to these people because they were harassing us. They were absolutely harassing us. And I am very glad that other people saw that they were harassing us and stood up for us. Yeah. And 
I hate that we even had to sort of prove ourselves, but yeah, it was awful. Cece, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, so essentially, like, we posted this, and I want to make this clear. So, um, Ian, Artur, you know, whatever, he, you know, had this Ukrainian, like, persona, and obviously, when, you know, the Ukraine war broke out, he, you know, went into action, you know, felt very strongly about this, um, you know, blah, 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 blah. We were told that, you know, we should have tweeted out a little disclaimer saying, you know, the world's kind of crazy right now, but you should listen to this. Um, said that, you know, even YAG spoke out, you know, we should have done something. Um, uh, how's that going for you? Like, yeah. Alexei Yajin, big pro-Ukraine supporter. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a, this is a, this is a tweet. Um, I think it kind of ties into this Ukraine, like, persona. I think this is, this is before the invasion, if I'm being honest, because the profile picture looks kind of old. Um, but it says, Russia and your criminal occupation of Ukraine and make more videos like this one. And it's um, Vikita at the Olympics, like, doing their Midnight Blues patterns. Yeah, what a disgusting thing to tweet, especially, you're not even Ukrainian. Yeah, exactly. We're, I'm trying to, I'm, they're on my bookmarks. I'm just trying to find the tweets where he talks about being Ukrainian. Um, oh my gosh. Um, guys, there's just too much evidence to, to come through. Um, shout out to all the people that made threads about Yankee Polka, Ruth for compiling that thread about Yankee, um, and everyone else who came forward talking about their experience with him. There is just so much, so much insane shit that he did. Yeah, but he has like said that his, um, you know, his account was gonna be dedicated to supporting Ukraine um, and had that as his pinned tweet. Um, and so, you know, like essentially like I felt, and I, I actually talked about this, but like, you know, people that knew me know, so some of my family members actually work in refugee camps in Ukraine. Um, and they were in Ukraine at the time, and they're fine now. They left the country and now they're back in Ukraine. But, um, you know, I also was personally affected by the Ukraine war. Um, and I didn't mention it because I don't believe in oppression Olympics. Um, but the fact that, you know, he was lecturing me when he's not even Ukrainian is, you know, kind of makes him look like a piece of shit, if I'm being completely honest. Um, this is a one of the reasons we also elected not to post anything on Midnight Blues and other musings about like the Ukraine war is because the podcast account itself doesn't have a lot of followers. It only has like 300 followers because we retreat all the stuff on our personal accounts anyways. And I think at the time I had about a thousand followers. I think you had like maybe like 1500 or so. Um, so that's like 2,500 followers versus like 300 on the podcast account. So us doing stuff on our personal Twitters is like way more impactful and reaches a much bigger audience than the podcast. Um, and this is from a friend of ours arguing with a, a Yankee Polka associate saying, uh, and the Yankee Polka person friend is saying, I don't think that a private account town's reach could rival that one of so many followers. It's basic math. Our friend is saying the, the Midnight Blues podcast has 400 followers. Nilo's account alone has 1,200. Your basic math is failing you. I replied to that. For fuck's sake, all we're saying is it's bad timing and they shouldn't have included something in that post that shows a bit of sympathy. Not everyone follows their private accounts. 
and our friend is saying, yes. And what I'm saying is that for the same reason that you saying that you don't follow their private accounts, you can't go around saying they can't care. Um, also, I think part of this is they had this assumption that we had these secret private accounts that were like, you know, doing all this stuff like by private, like, did she mean like our personal account? Cause like, those are public. Like those were never like, you know. I mean, there was a period of time where I would go back and forth with going private, but a, a private account with 1200 1, followers is very different from a private account with 40 followers. That is like, yeah, you know, it's, absurd. It, it's absurd. And uh, yeah, it, it, I am very disgusted by everyone who enabled Yankee Polka and who supported it. Yeah, supported it. But yeah, so, and how this kind of, you know, came about is he uh, would send our tweets into his little group chat and he would kind of like encourage other people to speak out and would like essentially like bully them if they didn't like say anything like, okay, morality, please. And so photoshopped a tweet. Oh yeah, we are getting to that. So this is a tweet from his group chat and it's a tweet from Nini's account and her profile at the time. And it says, um, ID, IDGAF about who you know in Ukraine at this point is just insufferable. Fake tweet, Yankee Polka saying, please do not share or tweet this screenshot. I promise that this person who sent it. <laughs> Someone replies saying, you lost 20 followers, LMAO, because also at this point in time, Yankee Polka went from about 1,000 followers to 800 um, because, you know, he was acting like an insane person towards us. Um, and someone else followed, they deleted apparently. And someone else is saying, what the fuck? Yuki Pocus says again, but like dot, dot, dot. We eventually end up blocking Yankee Poka. And he says, time to follow with my PC account. And this is important because he had a lot of burners. And, you know, this, even despite hating PC, bullying them, you know, calling them like names, insulting their skating, you know, he at the end of the day had a fake account to interact with PC stands about the same skaters, same people he would harass on his main account. And it's worth noting he was explicit in telling his friends that he had the burner. Yeah, and they they if, they knew about it. They knew about um, it. Even if he didn't share that he had what like a multitude of accounts, he still said he had a burner to stalk people who didn't like him, who created a boundary. And, and blocked him because he was harassing them. He still maintained a stalker presence in the form of what a, a PC burner account. Mm -hmm. He wasted his time interacting with people who who stand the team that he hated. And yeah. or I mean, like at this point, we don't even know what his true opinions were because we really he, don't. Yeah, exactly. Because he would go back and forth. Like, how do we know he really like disliked PC or he liked that he got followers from exactly. dunking on PC? Exactly. Um, so he's saying, time with my phone, my PC account. One of his friends is in this group chat saying, didn't want to say anything that I could get canceled for. It's okay. It's better to step back when you can do something that you may regret later. Someone else is saying, God, I hate those bitches. They make me so mad. Crazy. And what's also really crucial about this, like kind of his friends coming out of the woodwork to attack us, like, I'm gonna be real honest, like I didn't even know like those people were friends and his little friend group because like, you know, I talk with people and I talk with people I talk to, blah, 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 blah. Um, but he would tell them that we had a secret Discord group chat. None of us use Discord, by the way. 
that we would, you know, dunk on his and his friends tweets, would quote treat them, would make fun of them. And he had an insider in that group chat who would tell him all of these things about how much we hated all of his friends and him especially. And that's what made them so comfortable with coming out and harassing us is because they felt that it was justified because of behavior they had no proof for. So going on to that. So that was kind of the catalyst for a lot of other interactions that my friends and I and us had with Inky Polka because he kind of had it out to get us. Um, I personally believe that him, you know, doing this was because like we unfollowed him during the Olympics and he took that quite personally. Um, he really wanted to be mutuals with all of us and I think would get quite offended that he wasn't. Um, so, you know, this goes on. The next incident is that um, he was very weird about Tanith Belbin. Um, so this is a tweet that he tweeted. It's a People magazine cover of um, Tanith. I don't exactly know when it's from, um, but, you know, she definitely looks um, a lot more mature. Her hair is kind of graying because, you know, she's like an adult woman who's like in her 40s, you know, as like women age. Um, and she says, OMG Tanith, is that you? And he also would in say that Tanith was not qualified to be a commentator of ice dance, um, which is very weird because, um, you know, I think Tanith is perfectly qualified to be a commentator and is actually probably one of the best ones because she has a lot of experience in play-by-play um, um, -play commentary for other sports and then brings her skating knowledge to that. Um, Nini, if you wanna talk about, you know, the whole Tana thing um, while I pull up some screenshots to talk about. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm a really big fan of Tanith. I think she's an exceptional commentator and I think that she provides a very positive present in figure skating and also the numerous other sports that she commentates for. There's a reason why NBC has hired her for other sports. She is just, she's just so sweet. She's so eloquent, great commentator, love hearing her, even if, you know, the truth is in all sports, a commentator is not gonna say everything that you agree with. That is just how life works. That is how sports works. We all have our objective opinions, our objective interpretations of sport. That's just how life works. You're not gonna meet everyone and, and agree with every single opinion that they have that does not give you the, the justification to harass them and be misogynistic and have this weird fixation on them and make your whole personality about hating Tanith Belbin White. It's very bizarre. Uh, and he would, he would just harass anyone who would speak positively about Tanith. The thing is that I want to mention is that in a sport like figure skating, which is filled with, with, with meanness and vitriol, if you've, if you've ever heard channel one commentary, Russian commentary, we've heard all the body shaming and we've heard all the, the negativity and meanness that they spew. So having a commentator, Charlie White is also an exceptional commentator. Love Charlie. He's, Charlie love and Tanith Charlie. are so good together. Yeah. Like I know they're married, but I like love them together so much. Like it makes sense why they're so good. Hearing that positive commentary, it is like a light in a dark tunnel. And I am glad that we have people like Charlie and Tanith in the sport and I am glad that they're going to be coaching. And one thing I would like to say is I hate the notion that a person cannot be a, a good coach or a good commentator just because you didn't like their skating when they were a skater. 
that is mm-hmm. absolutely bogus and bullshit. We, as as t- figure skating Twitter stands, half of us do not skate yet. We have hold very strong opinions about figure skating. Yeah. Because we have done the research and we have spent many years as fans. That's the case. You know, would you tell a football fan that they cannot follow football or like football or provide their thoughts just because they don't play it? No, you absolutely would not say that. Absurd. That logic cannot, you know, how can you apply that absurd logic to an ice dancer? Yeah. has had so many years of competing and has incredible experience with commentary. There's a reason why she even commentates diving. Like, yeah, she's, she's good. She's good. good. Um, so and a lot, what's key is a lot of, um, a lot of this, like Tana hating started after we unfollowed him and after the Ukraine thing, like, I think we were still follow, like, I think you had blocked him, but a lot of us still have not blocked him at that point or his friends were just kind of like, this guy's weird, like, whatever. Like, I mean, I don't really block people. Like, I just think it's whatever. Um, this is from April 7th, 2022. Um, this he's saying waiting for Tanith's cult to quote retreat the hell out of me he posted a tweet that said Tanith stands why the hell are you standing Tanith when even Meryl Davis did this better and it's like screenshots of um part of the tango romantica pattern from the 2010 Olympics compulsory dance and his friend says Tanith shaking hands with Maddie Chalk excessively leaning onto your partner to live through the program um, this is actually from last week, um, July 7th, um, someone is saying, so other than, and this is talking about kind of like bad commentary about skaters, he's talking about how Ukrainian commentators have like the meanest things to say about Nathan, obviously, but someone is saying, so other than the commentary from Igor 94 and 98, the ice dancer, any other bad comments from the legendaries or pros we know of, really curious. And he quote tweets and says, imagine thinking a top level ice dancer isn't qualified to commentate. Couldn't be me, couldn't be me, stay safe though. He replies and says, unless Elena Grushina also commentated on it, you know, an Olympic medalist. Um, so kind of funny that he thinks that Tanith Belvin White cannot commentate, but also any top level ice dancer, you know, is qualified to commentate. So just really funny behavior. And also just like in general, a lot of, um, someone, one of his ex-friends tweeted that he actually had a hatred for Tanith because he supposedly submitted an application to coach at the academy. She's starting with Charlie and never heard back. Yeah, I would like to add that I don't actually think that's true. I just think he's annoying. And it just added on to his fake ice dance, no vice skater identity. Um, but yeah, he's yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So that's kind of like the Tanith Wars section. So now we move into the arguments about death threats. So as he claims that in the you know early March period of this year, he and his friends started retrieving, getting an absurd amount of private quote treats, a lot of like weird curious cat messages that were really hostile and mean to them a lot of anonymous DMs from people that were kind of like bullying them. Um, A lot of users have come forward and said that he was, you know, extremely rude to them, extremely mean to them. Um, Sorry, Nina, if you want to talk about that while I pull up this information, that would be fantastic. Yeah, so 
he had a period of time where he did have an open curious cat. He would provide a lot of technical analysis and because it was a public curious cat, um, you know, he would he, he would get messages that were quite negative. And, and, and I think that all of us who have had curious cats have had our fair share of negativity, um, but he was getting a lot of death threats and just very mean messages, which, you know, none of us thought was okay. But he also had this obsession with us to the point where he started accusing all of us of being the ones who sent him those death threats. Mm -hmm. When in reality, I believe he was the one who sent them to himself just to create this sort of victim, another fake identity, a victim identity. He had a victim complex. And because he wasn't accepted, you know, into every friend circle on Twitter, he he had a vendetta against us. And, you know, being accused of sending someone death threats is a, is a very serious accusation. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah and um, I'm gonna read some curious cat messages that um, I have actually gotten or, um, you know, people have posted publicly. I'm gonna go first to the ones that I got um it says these are from march of 2022 this is from the this is from the 27th of march and it says you and your podcast crew send porn to people now is that bullying behavior or what another one says that from the 10th of march says you and your posse should look in the mirror if you're going to send death threats to someone's inbox hope you guys get karma um, sorry, I'm just going through this. Um, these are some more CCs that people posted. Um, I just think it's very similar, like language and tone. Um, and a lot of his friends would post the stuff they got as well. And it was quite similar in like just nature. And I think, you know, I really think we cannot put it past him to send himself and his friends like death threats to do it. Um, and this is saying funny how the tar um, funny how the targeted harassment girl supports her weirdo friends dogpiling on an 18 year old for saying she likes SD programs. Um, there's just a lot of these for being honest. Um, from defending, this is from defending a de de abusive Rustin asshole because he can do a nice Choctaw to trying to police people's Twitter, sending death threats to yourself and your little pathetic cult for attacking 17 year olds over a misquote. Can you sink any lower, you vile cunt? Get some IRL friends, you're, um, you're an adult. Um, that's some more. And then he would also get a lot, but I don't know what his curious cat URL was, so I can't really look it up. Um, just some stuff that he would send, like that he would send death threats um, to people, like other users talking about that. So essentially, like, I don't think anyone in our friend group was doing that. They did not believe us that we weren't sending it. And he had actually a lot of comments about it, which I'm going to read. And he says that, um, 
Sorry, guys, there's just so much to get through. He says, I've seriously lost faith, and this is from March 11th. I've seriously lost faith in all humanity. Emotions were running high in the moment I deleted moved on. Somehow you are more concerned with me claiming who I thought it was, which was wrong than the actual problem at hand. Please check yourself. And this is a curious cat saying, accusing blank of sending death threats just because you picked a petty fight with her is so fucking low. This is a message saying, no one deserves to have death threats hurled them. It's disgusting. But dude, can we stop throwing around aimless accusations? Again, as I said at this point, I don't care who did it. Emotions are running high. But this take here, yeah, no. The main issue is about why we are subtweeting each other constantly. And now more importantly, why are people getting death threats? So I think it's important to realize that he actually did backtrack his um, comments that he thought we were the ones sending the death threats on March 11th. Um, and, you know, didn't apologize to us. And this will come up later because he actually gets into, um, you know, fights with um, our friends over this. This is from another friend of ours on March 11th who says, does Curious Cat give the Anon's IP address or something? Or why does everyone claim to know exactly who sent them hate with total certainty? He says, you don't even need an IP address to know. It's pretty clear that it's one out of your group of people. I don't know which one, but honestly, please stop. This is just not right. I'm mentally exhausted. At this point, I don't even wanna know. I just want the subtweeting, the private tweeting on privates to end because I've seen some of those too, and it's not right. He got a message the same day saying, LMAO, delete your account if you're such a crybaby that you're an emotional baby that you need to post every mean comment on Twitter asking for sympathy. It's so pathetic. He's saying, yeah, so I'm gonna deactivate my serious cat. Sorry to anyone who has a question. I just think that all this chat is, is childish and ridiculous. Um, he thinks that, you know, people need to stop excusing death threats for real, losing all faith in humanity, blah, 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 blah. So like, yeah, it's absurd. Do you have any thoughts, Nini, before we, uh, or actually I have some more stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I you know I have a lot I have a lot of evidence to talk about. I, it might be quite dry, but I think it's quite interesting. Um, this kind of ties into what I said before about how he claimed to know what people said in their privates. This is on February twenty sixth. Don't think I haven't seen what some of you guys are saying about me. LMA also to the person who says I don't care what he knows in Ukraine. I just want him to shut the fuck up. Go fuck yourself, bitch. Um, his friends saying I don't understand why the hell people are sending death threats on you decided to argue with someone, um, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, super, super interesting. Nini, your thoughts? Um, I think it's very funny that despite, like he's using a Photoshopped fake tweet of mine being like, if, if only people knew. Yeah, people did know. Also, if it was really true, you should have posted it. And why did you tell people in your little crony gam not to post it? So he's just crazy and he's an awful person. Like, that's really all I have to say. Like, he believes his own lies. He believes yeah. his own lies. Yeah, one of his friends tweeted that they were getting weird, curious cats. And this is a reaction of coming through my tweets, reporting my account and media account, diving into the DMs and curious cats who are fucking unhinged and have lost the plot of the whole thing. This is on the 23rd of, um, or sorry, 25th of March. Um, and then this is someone who is saying, please, he's saying, please stop blocking 
people on different opinions defend your reasoning. Um, and this is in, this is on 13th of March. And this is him in, in, he was saying that Mariah's skating skills should be a five. And someone said, you know, you know, PCS is an opinion because none of us are trained judges. Uh, Liam is though. So maybe if Liam got involved in this, he could have won that argument, but Liam had been canceled by Yankee Polka at that point in time, he canceled himself. You, you know, you understand. Um, so just a lot of like weird behavior um, about that. Uh, the next thing we're gonna talk about is a Adam Rapon tweet actually. Adam Rapon, you know, gets involved in this. Um, so after, so, you know, leading up to Worlds, the ISU bans all Russian athletes. And this is on the 26th of May. And Adam Rapon says, clean competition is better than a clean triple-triple. And he says, fun fact, Russia was not banned because of Camilla. They were banned because of them invading Ukraine. Stop twisting things to fit your narrative, asshole. And he says, someone says, you know, they should have been banned for doping, but they weren't. He says, I literally at no point said they shouldn't. At least this point, we shouldn't give a fuck about the 15-year-old who took a trace amount of performing enhancing drugs. I just want to say she did enough, like, cardiovascular drugs in her enough to, like, you know, kill a horse. A am I correct on that, Nini? Yeah, and also justifying a 15-year-old child taking drugs saying, oh, it was just a trace amount. No, it was just a trace amount during that period of time when we know a Terry Tutberitz's camp drugs up all their athletes, especially when they're training even outside of competition. So I think it's a very disgusting thing to say. And I think it is a defense of child abuse, whether yeah. he realizes that it's, it's, it's unintentional, it's disgusting. Yeah, and he says that we should be focusing on the hundreds of Ukrainians dying each and every day. Also, I would like to point out that the, 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 the Russian invasion of Ukraine is absolutely atrocious, but him saying, he, he, he said that he said this before and he says, the reason why people are upset is because hundreds of women and children are, are dying and being raped every single day in Ukraine. That's why people care. I would like to point out the fact that as a brown person, I realize that the fact that people care is because Ukraine is a, is a white country. It is a Slavic country. Also, and also very politically important. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's the reason why we, we, we are valuing their lives and providing aid to Ukraine. That is, that is a large part of it. And if you can't acknowledge that, then I believe you have a very skewed, skewed view of the world and a very messed up view of the world. Because when we think about Palestine, see the rhetoric that U.S. politicians use uh, in in relation to how they talk about Ukraine. So that's like, that's just like my spiel that has nothing to do with figure skating, but like. Yeah, no, I wanna bounce off of that also. Like, I don't know if you guys know, but like Ukraine is like politically and natural resource wise, a very important country. It has a large amount of um, minerals that are, that are considered like critical for the production of technology equipment. Um, and actually has a lot of reserves that have not been mined. Um, same thing with Russia as well, but um, Russia, you know, it's, it's a bit more different. So obviously also Ukraine is um, borders a lot of EU countries and is like seen as like a, like, you know, like last stance against Russia. So like, it's like, you know, people like obviously race, class and religion play so much into this as well. And I think like, as Nini said, but also like, it's about how important the country is to like, 
long-term development and like political goals. Because unfortunately, Palestine does not have the natural resources that Ukraine has that are used for manufacturing technology equipment. Um, so um, he this the he is saying that you know you know it's Russia was only banned because of the war, not because of the doping. Excuse me, blah 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 blah. Um, that person is saying. You're the one who claimed that we should only care about Ukraine and not about cheaters. I care about both. And he says, I didn't. I just think that you're, I'm just saying one taking presence over the other. I think that you're being really insensitive though right now. And he says, the person says, you are literally exploiting the situation in Ukraine for likes. Sick. We both agree that the Russian government is evil. So why are you mad? This is on um, March 26th, by the way. This person was ahead of their time. Like, I think we need to take a moment um, and like recognize that this person just knew what they were doing. And he quote tweets and says, you're telling someone who has friends at war in Ukraine that I'm exploiting the war in Ukraine for likes. I've truly seen it all. I want to take this out because before he would say that he was actually Ukrainian himself. But now he's saying he has friends in Ukraine. So he is kind of shifting that narrative a little bit. Um, sorry, I'm finding another tweet about this situation, but a lot of his friends also went on that Adam Rapon tweet and decided to uh, voice their opinion about that because um, also Adam Rapon is like one of the skaters he would also dunk on um, BT dubs. Not as much because, you know, Adam didn't really do anything, but like when Adam would voice his opinion about Camilla, he got very, I think people would get upset about that, which I think Adam was valid. Um, so this is a reply to this quote treat of the same tweet by Adam, clean competition is better than a clean triple triple. And this person is saying, so we should just ignore the judging that still obviously got major problems where multiple skaters can jump with bad technique and be rewarded for it. Nonetheless, because the competition has no Russians. Got it. And they say, like Artur pointed out, Russians were banned as part of sanctions against Russia for invading Ukraine. So maybe remember that next time you're celebrating Russians not being allowed at the event. Um, I think that's kind of like a good thing that, you know, ISU decided to, you know, take an active political stance for once, but apparently that's bad. Yeah. So next what happened is the world championships. And this is when um, the Ukrainian dance team, um, Sasha and Nikitin, they did their um, short dance in their like Ukrainian like team kit and they didn't do the free dance. And um, they obviously had had a very stressful month and a lot of people were really supportive of them. And I think they got, I'm pretty sure they got a standing ovation and a personal best. And a lot of ice dance coaches were very much like moved by them, including Marie France Debrue. I think she talked about how you know, she personally was really moved and hoped they could find a new training camp to train. And a lot of people got upset that they were, you know, like, I guess the best way, they were no longer a niche cool thing because it was cool to stand the Zhulin skaters who were kind of this Russian tackiness of ice dance, had really good technique, weren't really rewarded for it and weren't really fan favorites. Um, and set, this is a tweet that says, the same way that you are clamoring after NN especially feels a little performative 
because you didn't know who they were before Worlds. Um, uh, I'm just saying that this, the way that some people are acting feels very performative, especially when a month ago they either hated them or didn't know that they existed. I think it's okay to not like them as like ice dancers, but you know, still be like, you know, they've had a really rough month. I'm glad that they did well. Uh, this is someone who quote treated to that and said, what's wrong with people choosing to uplift Ukrainian athletes that they weren't previously fans of? Like genuinely, what is the issue here? It's good that more people wanna pay attention to them. If you've read the thread, you'd see, and this person is quote treating again, saying, if you read the thread, you'd see that my issue is solely with the people who hated on NN, especially a month ago, because they were partially coached by Julin, but now loving NN because, and wanting them to switch to Gabois because they saw a clip of Marie France crying and giving a standing ovation. And another friend is saying, this is all Yankee Polka, like stuff that he's retreated, like replied to, et cetera. Like he's very much, tied into this. And I assume he was discussing it in the group chat as well, maybe even gave them these opinions. Um, you know, people were like, oh my gosh, like NN go to Montreal because they can't obviously be in Russia anymore. There's not a lot of ice dance teams. And someone's like, like why do people want NN to go to Montreal? They want them to stay in Poland or go to uh, Maurizio and Barbara. You know, Marie France wouldn't like them. Yeah, it's like they're worried about who they're coached by rather than their actual well-being. Just because they have this, this disdain for Marie France and Gadbois, it somehow means that these Ukrainian ice dancers who had their training center literally bombed, yeah. need to be selective about who they're going to be coached by, it just shows that he's full of shit. Full of shit. Yeah, just like, I don't know, it just seems very performative. And this is about the time when one of our friends, um, Sarah, was doing some research because Alyssa Liu was getting a lot of weird messages on her Twitter right after the Ukraine war ha um, happened for not speaking up enough. And she, you know, looked through all these messages and one of them was from a burner account called, um, called uh, YLLK.112KAS, which is kind of like a Yankee Pocas type thing, plus the one two from um, his like Ukrainian account, because it was 211. And he said, why aren't you posting about Russian aggression in Ukraine? And Alyssa replied, why aren't you posting about it? Which I think is quite funny. And then uh, they said, it doesn't matter, but you don't have 74K followers. I'm also not no politician, so I don't have enough information about the war to start spreading information. I'm also an athlete and a child. I'm not gonna be post about the events that are happening right now. So just like weird behavior, attacking Alyssa, who was seven, she was, uh, they were 17 at the time, 17? Yeah, because she turned 18 recently. Um, 17 at the time, you know, very weird behavior, just attacking and harassing Alyssa for no reason. Um, yeah, and then we get into his, um, behavior about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, and I think you know a bit more about this than I do, so if you want to take the stage, Nini, yeah. Yeah, um, and I will say that the person who was kicked out of this friend group was also, um, com complicit in our harassment, 
and also actually was not only complicit but actively engaged in the harassment. So, you know, I'm going to be honest. I, I think this person is, you know, very, very much bullied us uh, and claims that because we're around the same age, we should, you know, be active, active posters about Ukraine, which we were. I will say though, we are we are almost ten years younger than her, so we we are nowhere near the same age. In any case, this person, uh, you know, believed that Amber Heard was a is was a victim of abuse from Johnny Depp, and was subsequently kicked out of Yankee Polka's group chat. Uh, Yankee Polka said horrible things about her. Also, they played like a simulated Hunger Games game, and they celebrated when said person died in the game. So awful awful behavior and it just speaks to the fact that he views women as these commodities and he, he doesn't have any respect for women based on his misogyny misogyny in private and in public and kicked someone out just because they had different views on you know on a on a domestic violence case mm-hmm. um, yeah so getting into the screenshots of it all like got all those um, this is on 27th of May, and he says, Amber Heard giving clown vibes more and more every day. The lies unravel more. Um, this is 17th of May. Y'all know we can see your likes, LMAO. You can't hide that you're an Amber Heard supporter. Um, and it's like the dog, and it says, like, I don't think that's normal. Um, and then when he finally blocked that user, he's saying, well, I guess this is what happens when somebody calls you out for defending Amber. Um, and then this is after he, you know, that fell out and he is saying, hey, no need to do the performative activism anymore. You blocked both me and my friends. So stop pretending you cared to begin with. Um, and I just want to call attention to the fact that a lot of the people that were in his group chat and, you know, did come out on Friday and were like, you know, I'm so horrified that I participated in this. He was my friend. I believed him. Um, it's not just limited to how he behaved towards us, but also like how he behaved to your friends and how he reacted to the situation, which is kind of like a big discussion about, you know, um, like feminism, sexual abuse, domestic violence, um, you know, People, you guys did stand by. Uh, one allowed him to kind of uh, belittle Amber Heard, um, belittle your friend who believed in Amber Heard um, in, I'm assuming, group chats, private accounts, quote retreats. There were a lot of ways in which this happened. Um, so a lot of people stood by, um, enabled that behavior, and some people were actively participating in the behavior as well. So to come out and say that you had no idea is a little disingenuous, in my opinion, because um, there were a lot of signs, not just in his figurative opinions, but also in his real life opinions that he, you know, maybe wasn't a good person and you stood by and allowed and enabled it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just going on to that. Yeah. But yeah, I think honestly, one of the most disgusting things is the um, Amber Heard thing that yeah. really sticks out to me. And I don't think a lot of people know about that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I want to go, I have a, a couple more things that I wanted to talk about, if that's okay. I, you want to talk about in the next episode? Because I feel like this is like an hour and a half. Okay. Well, if I'm, like, I would rather like 
keep it. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I'll, I'll, I'll be quick, I promise. I just like have like, a lot of evidence for this, so I wanted to talk about it. Um, so this is when he was arguing with a Twitter user about, um, sorry, I have to pull this up because I have to read it. What? You just like edit the part where I was like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is, I'm looking for when he has the fight with Sass. Oh, here we go. Um, so this is kind of talking about Someone was saying it's very weird how he goes and attacks random Nathan stands for just kind of living their life. Um, and yeah, I think this argument really escalated, but I want to kind of highlight the things that he says because they're kind of weird. Um, he says, have you ever considered that you are just a horrible person with horrible takes? Banyu's ain't done nothing wrong. Why are you all getting pressed? Aren't you a full adult? Don't you have a job? If not, go find one at McDonald's or something. I don't know. And um, the Donald's part, obviously super classist, but just like kind of makes me laugh because it's absolutely insane. Um, and he's saying, you are really fulfilling what your bio says, being a flat out bitch. Um, I'm trying so hard for this user to block me. I really want it. Um, and he's had a lot of likes, quotes and retreats. So this is, you know, all of that. And this person is saying, I only block the ones who can't answer a simple question politely. He's saying, then why don't you block me? Um, he and his friends were just kind of like feeding into this behavior, going for it. Um, and it was, this was a person that a lot of people on Twitter like as well. So it made, it was a very easy victim to dogpile on and people supported this because they didn't like her. Uh, this is when, uh, this was, this was actually a couple weeks ago on July 4th when, um, Aaron, and this is our last thing kind of as like a map, but, um, Ariana, our friend, uh, this Twitter user was talking about how Nathan lost his quads because he wasn't jumping them at shows in Japan right now when, um, if you do some research, actually, Nathan doesn't really jump anything beyond like a triple toe and shows because he injured himself in 2016 at the U.S. Nationals Gala. Um, I think a lot of us were like, you're being dumb and we're just like, stop it. And um, this person was saying that it's um, because uh, they really sent a projected shadowy image of him held together. Uh, with whatever the fuck PR and horrible jump technique to the Olympics, the deterioration is so fast and I'm actually suspicious of foul play. And, and like thinking that Nathan was doping, which I think is absolutely absurd and totally out of like hand. And they said, um, you know, weight fluctuations, blah, 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 blah. And Ariana called them stupid and annoying, which I think was valid personally. I think more people need to be called stupid and annoying and um, this set a lot of people off, including Yankee Polka, because um, he was friends with this person, I believe, and um, would just like say that uh, he, again, he reiterated that we sent him death threats. So Ariana shouldn't not be talking about anything because she was friends with the people that did that. Um, and then,
Um, sorry, this is like all loading up and doing this. Um, Ariana says that I support everyone who wants to take the time to call me mean, targeted harasser or whatever, but I can't really keep up, keep up um, you know, truly the most bizarre situation to take advantage of. Why are you siding with this person? It has a fucking odd choice. And getting this out of the way, disclaimer that I've never sent anyone in on hate or death threats because I do not have a private, which again, whenever one of us would get involved with Yankee Polka, that was one of his most popular comebacks. Um, and he would, yeah, he did that. So that was kind of, that was on July 4th. That was two weeks ago. And that was kind of the last major conflict. So thank you for your patience for listening. This was a lot of going through the last six months and kind of identifying the major like weird moments of his. Uh, in the next episode, we're going to talk about just most of his disturbing behavior and kind of why his like downfall but we hope that you enjoyed this kind of insight into kind of how he got a lot of power and how he used it in his time on twitter all right thanks guys see you hope you enjoy episode this episode and the next episode bye 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 script so this is something that ariana brought up to us today so when we talked about um, the events on April 18th, 2022, where Yankee Polka was insulting the user, um, saying, have you ever considered that you were just a horrible person with horrible takes? Um, aren't you a full adult? Don't you have a job? If not, go find one at McDonald's. And Yankee Polka would harass this user, like, an absurd amount, like, at them in random posts, ask for them to block Ian, just absolutely absurd behavior. And I'm not, and this is Ariana's idea, so I'm not taking credit for it, but um, like this is, she said that this was basically part of his like fixation. And this user is actually a real skating judge and someone who disapproved of Liam, the fake Ukrainian judge. And so part of that combative behavior was about how the user interacted with Liam on the other account in terms of discrediting the fact that Liam was a real skating judge. So just something, Really, really interesting to think about. I hope you enjoy this post credit.